0: Good morning and welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning, our weekly 10 minutes of Mesila Sisharim, trying to improve ourselves and trying to develop a better and towards a best version of ourselves. I want to thank our series sponsors for the year, our dear friends Hani and Lani Grunstein, in memory of Mr. Aaron Tambor, Khani's father Aaron Ben Yitzchak, his Neshama Shadav and Aliyah. If you'd like to sponsor a future shir, please email lee, L-E-E, at Online.org. We are concluding, we are finishing the parak. We are finishing the next midah, the next quality of the midah of tahara. Tahara we've been developing is the idea of not only doing the right things, but doing them for the right reasons. How can we purify our thoughts, our intent, our motivation, our drive? That we're not driven by competitiveness, we're not driven by ego, we're not driven by honor, we're not driven by ulterior motive. But tahara, there's a purity to our heart. There's a purity to our thought. There's a purity to our, uh, our, our intention. What are the things that are the challenge? What knocks us off course? One of the themes of M'sil Sashorim that Ramchal has consistently reminded us is to not only define what we're trying to achieve and to not only make resolutions and chart a path on how to get there, but to also anticipate and identify what will knock us off course. What are the obstacles and impediments? What are the challenges? Because if all you do is unleash that drive, if all you do is pursue the goal, but you don't anticipate and you don't understand, you don't see before you the challenges, then they will knock us off course. They will trip us up, we will stumble and fall over them. It's been a theme throughout each of the character traits of this 12-step program called Mesila Sisharam. Amida. So, what are the obstacles? What are the impediments? What are the challenges? What will knock us off course from achieving this wonderful quality of tahara, from purifying our motive, our intent? The number one is not being contemplative, not thinking, just running through life, being taken by momentum, not pausing, not stopping, not thinking, not being mindful, not being present. So much of our day is consumed by the draw we have to things which are pleasurable, but in a fleeting way. For the moment and we're tempted to indulge in them because they provide a momentary joy, a momentary pleasure, a momentary happiness. But as quickly as we experience them and they come, they disappear and they dissipate. But we're not mindful, if we're not contemplative, if we're not thoughtful, if we're not present, then we'll eat that thing that we'll regret, then we'll look at, then we'll say, then we'll go, then we'll listen to, then we'll make decisions which sabotage our own success, sabotage our holiness, sabotage our happiness. How could that be? We're thoughtful, we're brilliant, we're capable, we're human beings, we are the most developed of all creatures and yet we don't avoid the very things that threaten us, the very things that undermine us. And the reason is a failure of mindfulness, a failure of intention, a failure to be conscientious and conscious in all that we're doing. So a person needs to contemplate and think about, a person needs to have context and perspective on the kryptonite on the poison, on the contamination, physically, emotionally, mentally, psychologically, spiritually, which though they might be pleasurable for the moment, ultimately, they're not in our best interest, they're not for our good. Things like honor, feels good in the moment. Ego and honor are inflated. Praise, somebody is uh, posting, sharing, inviting, promoting, feels good in the moment. It's not good for the neshama, it's not good for the soul to be fed, to have an inflated ego to pursue honor and ta'anugim, the worldly pleasures nothing wrong with indulging and enjoying the pleasures of God's world he wants us to he holds us accountable and responsible if we fail to but yet we can't overindulge indulge indiscriminately in the wrong time the wrong place with the wrong people and so on so a person needs to be mindful a person needs to be contemplative intentional a person needs to be thoughtful at the beginning of every day what are my goals how do i pursue them and what will i not allow to knock me off course If you know that when I come home late at night, I get a late night craving, what do I have in my cabinet or refrigerator? Will I eat it all? Do I need to eat it all? How do I become determined even before the threat or danger arises? Determined who I will be and how I will live so that I can overcome, so that I can persevere, so that I won't give in to that which I know will compromise, will undermine. The first two factors that we just talked about that can distract us, namely the pleasure and the pursuit of honor, they are a person's thinking. They lure us, they draw us, they distract us, they consume us, they drive us, they confuse us, just like an adulteress who consorts unfaithfully with other men. We're supposed to be thinking about how can I be of service, what difference can I make, why am I in this world, how can I draw close to God, to the people around me, how can I strive and stretch for holiness and happiness. We understand our priorities and yet, it's as if our mind, our thoughts have an affair by going elsewhere. We're unfaithful, we're unfaithful in our drive, we're unfaithful in our thoughts. And again, the theme of this parak of Tahara is, even if we're doing the right things, but if we're doing them for the wrong reasons, we are unfaithful. So we're volunteering, or we're giving tzedakah, or we're learning Torah, or we have the longest monastery, But the reason we do all those things is for the positive attention it draws, for the honor, for the ego. Then it's as if our mind is having is unfaithful. We have already in the Torah Van Bamidbar and Parsha Shlach, last week's parsha, the Torah already refers to externally oriented motives. The Torah refers to machshavos chitzonos, superficial thinking. Very material, base, animal thinking. When we think in a way that we're concerned externally, not the primus, not the depth of who we are, not the essence of who we are, not the core of who we are, not returning to the root that is connected to God of who we are, but the machshavos chitzonos, that external superficial drive. The Torah refers to that as nus halev, that is considered adultery of the heart. We read it. We didn't only read it last week. We read it today. And we'll read it tomorrow. We read it yesterday. It's the third paragraph of Shema. sasuru levavchem Nechem, asher zonim acharehem. Don't, must not search following your heart and your eyes asher zonim. We tend to stray. We tend to be mizane. We tend to be unfaithful. We tend to be distracted. We tend to be driven. We tend to stray with our eyes. Ki ponem in ababata shalem the tendency of the heart is to stray from the ideal perspective, from what we were meant to cleave to and to cling to and to pursue, but we stray from that, to vanities and false appearances. Our focus should be singular, like the Olympic athlete who's training. Tonight on Behind the Bima, we are hosting Bidi Deutsch, who a uh, tremendous award-winning marathon runner, talk to her about that drive, competitiveness. We'll also talk to her how do you deal with coming up short and failure. But the Olympic athlete, the one who's training for greatness, is singularly focused, doesn't allow themselves. But one of the best ways to get kids to avoid drugs and alcohol when they're young, when they're competing in sports, because they want to be their best, they want to compete, they want to win, and they're not going to put something into their system which will slow it down or compromise it. We have to be singularly focused on what does it mean to be our best? Our best mother, father, son, daughter, our best husband, wife. What does it mean to be our best? To go on dates as our best, to spend time with our children as our best, to learn Torah as our best, when we're meant to be davening at our best. What does it mean to be the best version of ourselves in each of the situations? And then like the athlete who's driven, like the entrepreneur who only thinks about building his or her company, to be so singularly focused and say, why would I engage in that? Why would I put that in my system? Why would I slow myself down? Why would I cloud my judgment? Why would I give up my goal? for some fleeting pleasure. That has to be our attitude. That has to be our focus, our determination. Not Don't be distracted. Entrepreneur is not distracted by the here and now. They are driven, they want to build their business. They have goals, they want to pursue them. The athlete wants to pursue them. Different arenas of life want to pursue them. And latter factor, preparing oneself insufficiently. That's one of the great stumbling blocks or obstacles to living a life of Tahara is to not be prepared. Because if you're not prepared, you come home late at night and you know that you always get cravings late at night and you have a cabinet that's filled with potato chips and corn chips. You have a cabinet that's filled with things that are unhealthy for you and you haven't done the preparation. You haven't become determined how you'll react and what you'll do when the urge arises. Then you're finished. Then you're done. It prevents the removal from what's hard of the innate thoughtlessness that derives from the material world. Harehu mav'ish asa the thoughtfulness befouls the divine service with its stench. It's 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 repulsive. It's something which is rotten to its core. If we're not prepared, you can't have holiness without preparation. Turn Friday into Erev Shabbos. It means to be prepared, to walk into every meeting, know how we want it to end. To walk into every conversation, knowing what is our goal. To walk into every circumstance, understanding what am I trying to extract from it. To walk into every vulnerable moment, Determined how I will overcome that's what it means to live with Tahara is not just to be focused externally on our actions But internally on our motivation and drive to be thoughtful and present and contemplative And when we are then we can direct ourselves to our best selves with that we conclude Perak in chapter 17 and we conclude the midah of Tahara. We will move over next week is our last week We are on next Wednesday morning. It's our last week till after Tisham. We're gonna take a break after next week Chapter 18. We continue next week. Bebear Midus Chasidis. Stick with us in 20 minutes for Living with Emuna tonight, 9 p.m. We go behind the bima with Bidi Deutsch. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay holy.